What's up, y'all? It's Michelle. Hey, it's Brie, and you're listening to the True Rules Podcast. A podcast for the not-so-perfect woman and mom. So, how old is Sydney now? Uh, she's going to be five months in, like, in nine days. Time is really flying. I took Law to the doctor today. Mm-hmm. He's 16 weeks. He'll be four months on the third. But just, like, seeing how much he has changed. And, like, the doctor, like, today we found out that he can start having food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, that made me emotional. Because I just feel like that's such a big boy step to just be, like, having food. And, like, my mom this whole time keeps saying, oh, you know, like, four months he'll get cereal. So I told my doctor that. And I was like is it time for him to get cereal? And she's like, well, he can actually just have food. Like anything you want to give him, mm-hmm. um, he can have now. So. Yeah. We started her on form on, on regular food too. She, I mean, she started off on cereal, but then I stopped giving it because of that whole um, article that came out about Gerber having metals and stuff. So we yeah. stopped giving her that. We only gave it to her like two days, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, just to like, so she can start learning how to eat off of a spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we started giving her like regular oatmeal, like cooking it and okay. then blending it. And then, um, so she's, she had that, she had carrots, she had bananas. I'm excited. We're going to, we're going away this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. and I, so I don't want to start it cause I want to start it when I can be like consistent. Mm-hmm. So I'll start it when we get back on Sunday. But I think I'm going to do sweet potatoes first because that's, like, what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like that. yeah, that's what my mom, my mom was like, oh, he's going to love sweet potatoes. Like, every kid loves that. So literally, she my doctor carrots. was just like. <laughs> <laughs> she hates carrots. What does she like so far? Uh, I mean, we've only given her the bananas and the oatmeal. Okay. And the, but she likes the oatmeal. Does she like the bananas? Yeah, we mix it with the oatmeal. So it's like oatmeal with bananas. Banana. Yeah. That's what I be eating. <laughs> um, I, I kept asking my doctor, like, what is off limits? Like, she's like, literally, well, not my doctor, his doctor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, literally give him anything. Like, just blend it up till it's like liquid. And I have that, um, the baby Brisa, like, food mm-hmm. thing. So I'm mm-hmm. that hype. Yeah, we have the the beba. I don't. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. But it's it's literally like uh, it's you just steam it. It steams the food mm-hmm. for you, and then it blends it for you. Yeah, um, that's how this thing is. It's just a food. I need to read the directions. Because <laughs> at first I wanted to get the one that was like the vit with not Vitamix, um, the Nutribullet for babies. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we have. I yeah, that's the one I originally had on my. Um registry mm-hmm. and then I saw this one because it's like one machine and you know mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of storage in our apartment so I was mm-hmm. like okay this is better for us because this less- one is one machine too oh it is mm-hmm. so then it's not the one that I was talking about before was literally like you had to steam it like on the stove like cook it oh and then you put it into that and blend it oh no this one it you you could steam it in that machine and then you blend it in that machine but honestly it's yeah. it's, it's like another freaking something to wash like it's not (laughs) like it's not anything like spectacular but I have the cookbook that came with it um 
and you can make like meats and yeah. like stews and soups and stuff. So, but honestly, it's just I can make that shit on the stove. Like, I mean, it's just yeah. another. <laughs> we grew up having it like our parents yeah. just made it on the stove and then like p- blended it probably like in the blender. Yeah. Yeah. It's just more gadgets for people to spend money on. But I'm excited. I mean, to it was, use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was, was cool. It was fun. Her reactions Mm -hmm. to that fucking carrot, though. (laughs) I'm so excited to see how Law reacts. Because literally all he's had is, like, just seeing how difficult it was for him to drink a bottle. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, y'all. If you are a breastfeeding mom who is struggling with getting your baby to take the bottle... The only, I have literally bought every bottle and every nipple on the market. So there's no shortage. If someone wrote a blog about it, I bought it. And the only one that Law has taken hesitantly, but he took it, is the Mimi Jumi, um, M-I-M-I-J-U-M-I. And I now I'm like telling everyone it, the nipple literally looks like a real nipple, which is so crazy. And it even comes, this is not an ad, by the way, this is just (laughs) me dealing with struggling and wasting my money. Like now I want to give all these bottles away because they're just here, brand new bottles that he's used like one time and hated. Um, But the cool thing about this Mimi bottle is one, it looks like a nipple Two. You can get it in different colors. So you can get like a dark skin nipple or like, I mean, I don't know if that matters to the baby because I had to buy the white skin nipple because they were sold out of the other ones. Um, But it's still cool because I'm just like, I don't know if it's psychological for the kids or what, but homeboy, I had to handle some business two days in a row and I was gone from literally like 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And he took the bottle both days with no problem. So I'm an advocate. Yeah. Because I was freaking out. I was like, how am I? Not going to (laughs) eat. Yes. I was so nervous because I left it with my grandma. And obviously she's older. Uh Um, How was was it? He spent the day with the cousins? Yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to say. He had Kaya. Like Kaya is literally like the baby whisperer, my cousin. Um, so I felt more comfortable because my grandma's older. So I didn't want her to be like if he was crying or like stressing her out, mm-hmm. even though she just held him for basically the whole day, just spoiling him. But he had so much fun. We took such cute pictures of them. Um, it was just cool to see like all of them together. Yeah. Um, and they like were touching each other. <laughs> like, who and, are like, you? Yeah, like I, I'm, I wish I knew what babies were thinking because it's like you could tell that they were like, you're small like me. Like you're not one of those big people. And then they were just like making noises at each other. And then, um, of course, rough Alea was like trying to touch their heads and stuff. And we had to watch her because <laughs> she's a little gangster. But <laughs> they had fun. Um, my family is like ready for us to move back now. Yeah, um, I can't wait we'll see. to be around other kids. I know, I know. It really is so cute to watch. Um, but also, I was that's the longest I've ever been away from law. Mm-hmm. So I was like low key having a heart attack, but I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, your grandma knows what to do. No, it wasn't. I was absolutely not worried about like her taking care of him. If anybody had to take care of him, like, you know, I'm fully okay with her. It's just, I just haven't been away from him. So it was like a weird thing for me. It was my first time. And I was like, oh shit. Like I'm definitely not ready to do it overnight yet. Mm-hmm. Cause we were thinking about like we want to take a trip, and I was like, okay, this is a good test. And then I was like, I am not there. Like I have to. I probably oh, need I'm like. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. I'm I'm over that state. Like that first week where he like he was being she was being watched. I was mm-hmm. a little like on edge, but now it's like. Girl, I need my, I need space. I need, not space, but like, I need mm-hmm. just a minute to yeah. just sit by myself. I'm not there yet. Me and Zach were both like, oh shit, we need to go get our kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I'm back at work and I just need time to focus. So yeah, it's like, I have no choice. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, damn, I can't believe I'm that mom. Cause you, the one thing I will say is you really do not know what kind of mom you're going to be until you have a kid. Like you could say as many things as you want pre pregnancy or pre giving birth of like who you think you're going to be. And there's so many things that obviously we do keep in place. Cause that's what, what it still makes sense and it still aligns. But like for me, I, ne- I did not realize how attached I would be. Like I'm super attached to him. And I don't know if it's because of COVID and like, because I've been with him, you know, so much, I don't know, but both Zach and I were like, uh, if we take a trip, he's coming. <laughs> I I did not picture you not being attached to your kid. Cause I see you with no, other people's I, kids. Yeah. I knew I would be attached, but I didn't know I would be like this. Like, I know I love kids, like you said. Like, I love babies, and I just love family and stuff. So, like, I knew that part would be okay. But actually, I did kind of envision, like, I would want to be able to bring law to do, like, all of the things that I have to do. Like, if I go in a business meeting, every business meeting that I've had, he's come. Like, he just is kind of like my road dog. So, I did picture that, but I also thought that I would be able to have some alone time or want some alone time, mm-hmm. which I think we do, but it's almost like I would just want to bring like my mom with us. Yeah. So that like he could be in the room with her, but then I could go see him when I want to, you know what I mean? Like I need quicker access to him. Yeah. I feel like that's probably how we'll have to get around it. I'll just have to fly Janina out. <laughs> no, Sid can stay in New York while I go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be fine. She's in good hands. I know it's crazy. Um, But speaking of that, like, it is amazing the journey of like how you become um, after giving birth. And it's something that I've been having like one off side conversations with a lot of women who are either pregnant or they recently gave birth or they gave birth a long time ago and they're just like chatting with me about my postpartum journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, yeah, Michelle and I definitely need to bring that to our platform and make sure, you know, we're reaching the larger audience and having the bigger conversation. So, I mean, you're almost five months in on the 10th, right? 
Mm-hmm. How's it going? What's postpartum been like? Any shockers? Um, I mean, the the biggest shock it's it's just really an adjustment. Like I don't think I was prepared for that that major of an adjustment. Like they tell you you're gonna lose sleep. They tell you like, you know, you you're gonna have those days where you're going crazy, but I don't think people really understand like to the magnitude. I mean, maybe it's easy for some people, but for me, like the transition to momhood, it wasn't that easy. So I don't, I don't know. Like, like what, what parts, what parts were the most like difficult? I mean, that's the best word. Um, I wouldn't say difficult, but, the most challenge challenging parts. Um, where can I start? <laughs> all, all of them? Nah. I mean, I think, um, no, nah, I mean, I think attachment, like I was attached to my kid, but I don't, I wasn't like overly like, you know how like you see on Instagram or like you see on movies and it's not, it, for me, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Like I love, I love Sid. I love being a mom, but it wasn't like an immediate, like, Oh my God, now I'm like superwoman. Like that yeah. shit was hard for me. So yeah. I think that was like the, the, the number one thing for me. Was it hard? Uh, well, I mean, I think that I had a different experience. Like I feel like my adjustment to motherhood was like seamless for me. That's been the only thing that's been easy. It's more so like my adjustment as a woman, like the things in myself, that to me has been a harder journey, like dealing with the baby. And that for me really did come just kind of like, it was almost immediate. It was like, I felt something. Um, I didn't feel like superwoman or like one of those things, but it is a feeling of like, like I knew what to do. Like I felt confident and like being his mom and taking care of him. But where I started to feel more insecure is like just as a woman. Um, Mm -hmm. And that part of my journey has been different. Like, I feel like our journeys have been different in that way. Like, I feel like you have jumped right back into like being the old Michelle, exactly how you were like much more seamlessly for me. That is not the case. Like I'm consistently having conversations with myself and with Zach about just like, I feel different. And I can't like really in a put bad way. Or? No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I I never think that like change is bad. I just think it's how I approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely is challenging because again, I feel like so many times I see people obviously outside looking in, like maybe people on the outside looking even at me might feel like, I just jumped right back to it. Um, so it's, it's definitely something to take with a grain of salt, the way that you view people. But I would say being in it, um, I don't feel like the same Brianna. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to explain what has changed. And I think that's what's challenging for me. Like I can't always verbalize it. I just know that like certain things just make me think differently. I feel differently about a lot of things. Um, my body definitely feels differently. Um, well, I think, I think that part changes for every woman. Like you're not going to have the same 
views and thoughts that you did before you having kids because you 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 have a whole other person to take care of like it's not it's not like you're just thinking for yourself at this point yeah but it's not about my thoughts for him that's what I'm saying like when I think of it I think of like me as a mom I've always known what my perspectives are on like parenting or like how I want to approach parenting and like what I want to do for law how I want to take care of him blah 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 it's more so how I approach myself. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to articulate. Cause like I have been having conversations with other women and some of them are like, Oh yeah. Like I just feel like me, I'm back to myself. And like, I just got rid of my stomach and blah, blah, blah. But for me, that's not how I feel right now. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a transitional period. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a weird period only because I can't pinpoint what's happening. You know, like, I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if it's physical. I don't know if it's both. Um, it's very weird. Like I was having um, a conversation with one of my girlfriends and she mentioned something similar. And she was like, I, she was telling me like, it's hard to pinpoint. And I'm like, yes, like that is exactly how I feel where it's not about, my views as a mom. Cause I feel like that's what people always say. They're like, well, of course you change You're a mom now. And I'm like, it's not those things that have changed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. I mean, did you ever think about talking to somebody? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I need to figure out, it's not something that, um, it's not that you're something that, about the change. Like yeah. it's, you're, it's not a negative thing at all. Like for me, it actually feels positive. It just feels challenging because it's like, what am I taking away from this? Like what is happening? Is it just, you know, maybe it is like, maybe it has nothing to do with my baby and it's just happening at the same time. You know what I mean? It feels like one of those things like evolution where it's like, I just feel different as a woman, um, but it, it coincides with, being a mom. So it could be connected to that. It could just be a part of like where I am in life. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, I'm connecting the two because I feel like that's the largest thing that has happened in my life to cause a change, like with my hormones and stuff. But I don't know if it's necessarily connected. I mean, I could talk to someone, but I don't know what I would say because I can't articulate it. So it's like, they unless they know like the magical questions, but um yeah yeah I mean has your body been different? my body mm-hmm. like in terms of like my energy level yeah, <laughs> or like, like physical just like just like in general like do you feel like Michelle again I mean I feel like no I feel like myself um I still have the same energy. I mean, energy wise, I'm more tired, obviously, Mm -hmm. because I get less sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't feel like I'm like crippled or like I can't like get up and do things that I I used to do. So in in that sense, like I feel the same. But there but like you said, there is a change. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not I'm not like chained to the couch and just sitting there. Right. I like to do that, but (laughs) 
I'm trying to think. I'm trying to like. Okay, what about your um, emotions or your thoughts? Like, has that been? I think I've become. I mean, I think I've always been sensitive, but I think I've become Mm -hmm. a lot more sensitive to what people are saying. Um, not just not just like outside people. Like even Mark, like if he'll say like some little thing, and I'll be like, "Why the fuck would you say that? Or why would you do that? Or why would you not do it this way?" Um, so I think I'm a little bit more sensitive and I don't think that's a bad thing either. Um, but yeah. How my emotions have definitely been up and down though. And I wouldn't say it's like a depressing thing or, or like, um, how people talk about postpartum depression is just, I think COVID plays a lot, a big ass part of it, of it. Like I'm literally stuck in the house and I feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. That, that's like the best way I could put it. I mean, COVID definitely does change literally everything because, and it's like, I don't want to keep blaming stuff on it every episode, but it really does play a huge part of how we interact in the day to day, just with like the world, because things that we used, used to do and would be able to do it's almost been a year of us like not doing that yeah. um so that is fair yeah i mean i'm curious to see like the next go around like i'm i'm praying that covid is not still around the next time i'm pregnant but <laughs> um i'm curious to see how parenting or motherhood will be that when that time comes because right now it's hard yeah I, I mean, what is the hardest part for you? Like, what what is hard? I mean, it's just literally not seeing people, just being in the house, not not doing normal things that you that you would expect to be doing right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. she can't she can't normally be around people that I want her to be around. We can't just like get up and go and go to my mom's house without wearing a mask, or like going to his family without without wearing a mask. It's like it's all these like steps that you got to take. Yeah. It's just annoying as fuck. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like regular life right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that part is difficult. I feel like really what has been different for me is less. I mean, COVID is absolutely making me feel annoyed, I would say. Because, like you mentioned, I'm just so used to being able to get up and go and do whatever. But I feel like at least it's something that a lot of people are going through together. Um, And I think when I do get to, I do try to find ways to get out. Like, I made it a point for us to just, like, go out to dinner. Because before kids and before COVID going out to dinner was something that Zach and I really enjoyed. It's something we always did, especially because I hate cooking. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's something that like, I always still try to like keep in. I want law to just be able to come with, like I said before, like I like to bring law with us to do things. I know that some parents, especially, you know, like want space, but I'm not there with honestly, like I like to bring him with us. So we try to go to get dinner and still like get him dressed and get dressed up and like take him out for no reason. Or um, like 
randomly just taken for a walk or like even just making a thing of like going to the doctor's office. It's like, well, let me get dressed, even though it's not, you know, anything major to do. It's just like making the most of these moments where we are outside so that Mm -hmm. it just gives me a little bit of normalcy, um, which I feel like I need. But I also feel like, okay, this was something like I went to the doctor, I don't know, like two weeks ago because Mm -hmm. after the six weeks, I did not feel ready to have sex. Mm -hmm. And I was like, am I broken? Like, is something going on? Like, what the fuck? So we tried to have sex and it was so painful. And I was like, I can't Mm -hmm. do this. Um, And so I went to the doctor because what else do you do when you think you're broken? Um, And it was actually one of, it was a part of um, speaking about like things that are not normal anymore and postpartum and like the changes and things that nobody told me about or that I feel like women still don't talk about because I felt like I was the only one until I started having mad DMs with women who were like, girl, hell yeah. Like, no, six weeks ain't enough time like for some women. So I went to the doctor and I basically... She's like, okay, Brie, and mind you, I love this doctor. She is um, she is a gynecologist. She's a black woman. It's part of my practice. You know how I told you there's, like, rotating? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, what's going on? So I'm like, I think I'm broken. <laughs> and she's like, here you go. And I was like, am I dramatic? She's like, well, I'm not going to call you dramatic, but you know yourself better than everyone else. So, like, we were joking or whatever. And then she did a full vaginal exam um, and I and basically was asking me questions like, does it hurt on penetration? Does it hurt when it's in? Does it hurt the thought of it? Like, you know, what's going on? So I explained to her, like, mm-hmm. I'm still wanting to, you know, be intimate. That hasn't changed. But the entry is like very, it hurts, you know, like a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was explaining like several things. So if you're listening and you go through this, or if you have gone through this, you are not alone. Cause I went through it too. Um, but one thing she explained is that like six weeks is an arbitrary number. It's not based on any data. It doesn't mean that a woman's body is fully healed. Most women are actually not fully healed at the six week mark. It's just something that basically is like a good benchmark for doctors to check back in with your body to see like, you know, you could be perfectly fine or you could, you know, not be, So one, don't feel like so hung up on the six week mark. And I went, I was like, I wish y'all would stop advertising that. Cause then it's like, one, I'm thinking I'm broken. I'm thinking my husband's never like, I'm like, he's probably thinking I'm broken. Like the society gave, gave us this like six week number. And she's like, yeah, actually I have more women that come in for this than not. Um, but it's not something that we talk about. And I'm like, well, I'm fucking talk about it because I don't want other women feeling broken. Like that is a terrible feeling to be going through. In addition to your hormones, raising a kid, figuring out whatever else you have going on. So number one, six weeks is an arbitrary number. Um, you could be ready in six weeks, but you also cannot be ready in six weeks and you're normal either way. Like don't feel, you know, that something is wrong either way with that number. The second thing is if you are breastfeeding, it causes vaginal dryness. Um, and don't get me to lying about the hormones that are, that it's impacting, but I believe it's progesterone. Um, but 
either way, it's extremely low, which your body naturally does to basically protect you from getting pregnant again. So Mm -hmm. your body is like automatically doing, this is why the body is so incredible. Like when you're breastfeeding, it knows that you obviously have like just had given birth and it's protecting you from basically like getting pregnant again, which is why some people say, oh, if you're breastfeeding, you can't get pregnant. That is a lie, but (laughs) it is what happens to your body. Um, So she was just like, this is TMI, but basically if you're a breastfeeding mom, you need to use a lot of lubricant um, because that is what's happening hormonally. So like, yes, you'll still have the urge and you'll still get horny or whatever, but your body's not responding in the same way that it did pre-pregnancy or whatever because of the breastfeeding. Um, Do you think it's the birth control adding to that as well? No. I just think it's the breastfeeding because even if I wasn't taking birth control, which I like am so bad about, to be honest, um, <laughs> I need to take it right now. Actually, I'm three hours late. Um, I think it's just like she said, the hormones of breastfeeding, mm-hmm. um, but it's just not something that people talk about. Like everyone makes it seem like six weeks I was jumping on his dick and it's like, most women were not. And when I see... I've honestly I, never heard that. <laughs> oh, I have. And I read blogs about it. That's what made me think I was broken. Because so many women... Which is... It makes me think... I mean, it gives me my own perspectives about like how we're socialized and what we think we have to say. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, were you really that horny with a six-week-old? Because I'd be tired as fuck. But nonetheless, I'm not judging. Maybe they are. That's not my story. Um, And based on the many conversations that I've had in my DMs, it's not a lot of women's story. And I debated even like bringing it to the podcast. But then when I was just like, the whole reason we made this podcast is so that we can talk about real things like this, which is like, it's not always the most beautiful, comfortable topics, but hopefully it'll make another woman feel like she's not the only person going through it. Cause I was definitely feeling like, Oh my gosh, I'm the only one, which is why I was like, do you think that played a part? Do you think that played a part in like what you're feeling like changed, changed as a woman? It may, but mm, I don't think so. Cause it's like, The changes that I'm feeling as a woman are less related. This is why I say that it's like a positive thing for the Mm -hmm. first time. It's not related to, or I'm not thinking about the pressure. I'm not worried about who I am as Zach's wife, who I am as a business owner, who I am as law's mom. It's like the changes that I'm feeling are very personal. And that's why I say like, it's something that I can't express I'm always thinking about who I want to be or who I am and like, blah, 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 blah. But like, I've never actually felt differently, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like people are always evolving and changing and making decisions of like, oh, I'm going to dress like this. I'm going to speak like this, you know, those things. But this is the first time where I legitimately like feel differently, like, I don't feel the same way that I felt, which is weird. Um, And I like try to talk to my mom about it and I think she could relate and I think she understands, but I also feel like it's hard to understand what I'm saying because I don't have the language. Mm -hmm. But 
it's definitely been interesting. Definitely been a journey <laughs> to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Why? What are you thinking? No, I mean, just literally everything has changed. <laughs> what else do you feel like has changed for you? Like since giving birth? Um, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a different person. Cause like you said, I, I feel like I, I went back to my same like mentality and like how I acted prior to giving birth. Um, I just think, like you said, it's, it's certain things that you cannot explain. And I'm, for me, I don't know if it's a positive thing. Really? Like what, what do you mean by that? I mean, like it could be, honestly, I, I, I 100% think it's COVID playing a part of this, like <laughs> making me leg- legitimately going crazy. Just, I think I'm just going stir crazy, crazy. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, that's that's the best way I could put it. I'm just going so crazy. Have you thought I'm, about I'm concerned? Season? No. I mean, I don't think I'm depressed or anything. Like, I just am tired of being in the fucking house all day. Like, I, I think I, I overthink about um, not wanting Sid to get sick or, like, myself getting sick or just anything harming her. <laughs> I think that has literally dri- driven me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. I feel like you have to be careful, but you also have to give yourself some grace. Like, we don't want anything to happen to these children. We don't want anything to happen to ourselves. But also, we can't go crazy. And I know what you mean. Like, because at first, before we went to Georgia, I was kind of having those thoughts. I mean, we've taken two trips with law so far and I asked his doctor first and um it really just comes down to making the smartest decisions that you can make but also I mean it's hard to say like before I went to see my family I was definitely concerned but then it was just like I'm doing it and I just Mm -hmm. did it and I and it was the best decision I made. I needed that so badly. I needed to be with my grandma, with my cousins, with my like I didn't go out, I didn't go to brunch, I didn't go to dinner, I didn't see friends. I literally only saw my family. Um, but like you have that in New York. So you at least do have that release. Like I haven't had that this whole time. And I needed it. And I was like, we were debating, like, should we just drive? And I'm like, he's gonna be more tortured of me trying to fucking drive with him for 13 hours, then just mm-hmm. taking an hour and a half flight, change clothes. We had, we, what the, we had the whole road to ourselves, kept him wrapped up, nursed him going up, nursed him coming down, wore masks, wore glasses, you know, wore hoodies. He wore hoodie, you know, like we did all of the smart things, mm-hmm. left, bathed as soon as we left the airport. Um, changed our clothes, washed our clothes, washed all his blankets, like all of the things, and then stayed in the house basically while we were gone. But I feel like you just need to think about what is it that you need that will make you kind of relax and then think about the smart way to do it. So if, if you feel like like you and Mark need to take a trip, then just let Sid, you know, go. She Sid stays with her grandma anyway during the day, you know, so it's like 
she's out regardless. So mm-hmm. what is it to just say, instead of us picking you up, girl, you're just going to stay one more day. Like she doesn't know. They're just like, give me my bottle and my toy or Elmo or something. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. if you feel like, you need that time, you might need to think about doing it because you, you don't want to go crazy. Yeah. Even if you just do something like upstate New York, like just the two of y'all, like, do you feel like you just want to get away or do you feel like, like, what do I mean? I mean, yeah, I want to go on vacation. Like I'm watching everybody else go on a fucking vacation. I want to go on vacation too. Shit. Like I, I, I need some sun. I just these four walls are not they're not cutting it. Yeah. But we'll figure yeah. it out. Per usual. Yeah. When I was I think Yeah. I'm not ready to it, it's Yeah, I feel like looking at what other people are doing is definitely interesting um it's not even about looking at what they're doing it's just like like you said like we had an old life like yeah we vacationed we went out and did shit and now it's just like work you know what it is it's routine everything is 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 routine now and i think that's the most annoying part but don't you guys still like go to dinner or you try to like um i mean we've We've been out once in a while, but it's not like it's not like a consistent thing. Yeah, I think that the last yeah. What? No, I was just say the last time we went out was like my birthday, so it's not like we just get up and go places. It's, well, you need to just start doing that. Like literally, just be like, "All right, mom," or tell Mark's mom, "Like we're gonna pick sit up a little bit later." Or see if she's willing to. I mean, I'm sure someone would watch her a little bit longer. No, they will. And she's definitely yeah. gotten better in terms of like her colic. That has oh, how is that? How is that? Is it over? Like, yeah, thank God. She that shit is the worst. Like literally, if any any new mom or expecting mom, like if you have a kid with colic, like I, I honestly, my heart goes out to you because that shit is fucking annoying. It's how long like last. I would say the first like three and a half months. It started, but it's it didn't start immediately, right? It was no, like, like it started like two two and a half three weeks after she was born. Okay. Um, like you know, you see all these memes on Instagram. It's like the first week is is peaceful. Like she's such a peaceful baby, and then it's hell time. It's like it's like hazing. It's, uh, we were definitely hazed, um, but she's she's definitely way better now. She like laughs and giggles all day long so that has been the biggest blessing yeah i i was like feeling for you because the other thing is there's nothing that you can do like you can go to the doctor you yeah can, they're gonna they're gonna tell you to wait it out yeah. they're gonna be like there's nothing wrong with her yeah that nah yeah um I'm trying to think of what else has changed now that I'm almost four months in the game. What pointers, what I've learned. I think the other thing that, okay, like we give COVID a bad rep 
but mm-hmm. I must be honest that like I I feel like this is probably the most special time mm-hmm. to have a kid. Yes, there's so many boundaries and restrictions, but this when I think about my life pre-COVID and um, my husband's life pre-COVID, yes, we got to do things and it was unpredictable, but it wasn't always unpredictable in a good way in terms of our lives. Like we were both so busy. He could be coming home at 2 a.m., leaving back out at 7 a.m. for work and like whatever. I would be meeting him at his office, sometimes like sitting in the office with him until 2 a.m. or running to do this and running to do that. And like, I honestly could not imagine doing all of that with a baby right now. Like for me, it's low key a blessing because this is the most uninterrupted time that Zach and I have ever had in our relationship. Like ever. We've never, I mean, probably since college, but I don't really count that. I mean, like as adults working and, you know, living, this is the most time that we've had to spend with each other and to just give so much of our attention to this baby because my next kid, God willing, uh, COVID will be over. And I just don't know, like Zach probably won't be home all the time. You know, like he might be in and out of the house or business for me will be open instead of completely shut down. And I won't just be able to be in the house with the baby. So like for me, I think I've been trying to look at it through the lens of like, yes, it sucks that we can't just pick up and go how we usually would. However, I appreciate my first kid being born at a time where I could give them so, and and I could learn about myself and learn the kid with so much, like uninterrupted time. That's the best way to explain it. I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, I think for me, it's like, I, I 100% agree with that. It's just that Mark, like we don't have, we don't have that, that same, I guess we don't have the same schedules cause he goes, he goes into work. Um, so we don't have, we don't have that. Like it's, it's kind of like going back to how things were. But now with an added person, yeah, <laughs> and more responsibilities, so yeah. it's it, that's what makes it difficult. <sighs> it's really no easy way. It's just figuring out like what works for your family, how how to approach it in a way that will benefit the union, the group. I mean, like that's that's all that we can do. Honestly, it's like. Okay, so before going back to all the shit that has happened postpartum, for me at least, Mm -hmm. um, I will be very clear that, like, for some women, this was my story. Um, Motherhood, jumping into motherhood has not been difficult. It's been easy. I don't, it is what it is. Like, that's just, I can't lie and make it seem like it's not. That's how my experience has been. However, my postpartum journey has still been difficult because of the other things that I've been dealing with, with myself. So I think sometimes the baby can give you your, you know, postpartum journey. And then sometimes it's yourself that can give you the journey. Like with me, I did have, y'all know from the beginning, terrible hemorrhoids. So I started off crazy. My feet were fucking swollen, like bare feet followed up with intense carpal tunnel followed by, uh, 
new mother's wrist followed by diastasis recti. Oh, I didn't even tell y'all about that. Diastasis recti um, coupled with not feeling ready to have sex at six weeks. So topped off with just feeling like an outsider in my own skin. So like to me, my postpartum journey has been definitely one of a lot of like self-reflection and a lot of um, healing, like real, my body healing. Like it wasn't as as in shape as I was. And I don't think of in shape. And I need to be clear about this because I feel like when people hear in shape, they think like I was thin. I was in, I was in shape, meaning I could run a marathon and like not be like I was in shape. Not I wasn't thin. There's a difference. I was like literally my body should have been better. I thought my body should have been better equipped for the journey of um, carrying a child and delivering a child. And I was really shocked by. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from my body because it did do great, but I was just shocked by my recovery. I thought that I was going to just like recover so much more easily. I didn't, I never even thought about like carpal tunnel and new mother's wrist. And like, they seem like small things, but when you're caring for a child, they are big things because you use your hands for everything, picking up this baby, putting down this baby, rocking this baby, nursing this baby. Like you need your hands for so many things and for them to be in gut-wrenching pain through so much I mean, until I started drinking my golden milk, um, was terrible. Diastasis recti is basically everyone's abdomen separates when they give birth. Um, and this is something that most women have. I'm just a psycho. So I wanted to get checked for it and tested for it because I work out a lot. Your normal doctor for that. Yeah. You can just ask your normal doctor to check you for it. You can actually check yourself at home. That's what I did first. And then when I went to the doctor a few weeks ago, I just asked her about it again and she confirmed. Mm -hmm. But essentially everybody's abdomen opens up when giving birth. But sometimes after you deliver the baby, there's still a gap in your abdomen. And basically you can feel it with your fingers, like the space. And it's not something that's necessarily like the worst thing that can happen to you. However, I know that I want more children. Um, so I wanted to try to get my body, like I want to try to heal my body as much as possible so that the next time I hope my recovery is lesser. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I didn't want to just be like doing this really rigorous working out and, um, making it worse because sometimes that can impact like when you see loose skin or it can impact how you carry your next kid. It um, It's basically like if your pelvic floor is not strong, which is like a key part of carrying your child. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was important to me and which is why like people are probably like, Oh my gosh, she's working out every day. But like I have been working out very mildly um, cause I wanted to completely heal the diastasis before I went to like some kind of rigorous workout. So I've been doing like walking, um, and the bike, which is really good for it. And a little bit of weightlifting, not a lot, no crunches, nothing like that. Um, no planks. Um, but gladly that's healed. So like now I'm starting to get back in my groove. So now I can really focus on like, okay, what is this new version that you're feeling? What is, what are you trying to take away? What are you supposed to take away? 
Well, I'm fucked because I'm feeling my stomach right now, and I feel like I could put my whole damn hand in between you my. Cannot, <laughs> you cannot feel it sitting up. That's not wow. what you're feeling, sis. <laughs> you have to literally be lying on the floor in a crunch position, putting your fingers into your abdomen. You do not feel it sitting up. So whatever you're feeling right now is don't blame it on diastasis. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> That's, that explains my stomach hanging to the damn floor then. No, do not. Y'all, see, she's trying to turn it into something else. That is not the case. You have to be lying down. Um, so wait, it can go away? It goes away if you treat it. I mean, it will go away regardless. Based on the research I've done, it will go away over time. Mm-hmm. However, it if you don't allow it to completely heal and you start to like work out too rigorously or like you get pregnant, you know, too soon after that's where you'll start to have those issues with like your pelvic floor. Or, you know how, like when, when moms be like, Oh my God, I my, can't hold my bladder anymore. Like all of those things are related. Um, okay. like, so well, let me it's go not, check some, myself. no, it's not some major nine one one. Like y'all don't need to start. Um, going crazy but if you care about things and it's not again like your body is gonna do what it's gonna do you might get stretch marks you might get loose skin you might you know have to go into labor earlier if your pelvic floor has issues like there's certain things we can't get around your body's gonna do what it's gonna do to bring your baby safely into the world however if you want to try to take steps to prevent or reduce not necessarily prevent some of those things from happening. That's more so what I would, I've been focusing on. I'm just like, how can I do better next time? What, what have I learned and how can I strengthen like my core for did your, baby? Did your doctor give you any tips or is it just based on what you've researched? Um, I asked her to confirm basically what I researched. Cause I, <laughs> I came into her office like, I knew what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about sex mm-hmm. after six weeks. And I wanted to talk about reading about diastasis. And she basically confirmed like the sex thing. Um, I told y'all what was happening with that, with the breastfeeding. And she did confirm that like, once you stop breastfeeding, things go back to normal. You'll get what, how you were before you'll experience sex as you did. But she said, in the meantime, there's literally not too much lubricant. Like use as much lube as you want. And she literally said slip and slide and did a motion, which was really interesting. <laughs> but she was like slip and slide. And she's like, I hope you don't have that visual when you're having sex, but if you need it to relax your body, then just do it. And, and oh, that was the other thing she said. She was like, you just need to relax your body because, because we, we had sex and it hurt. You know how like that is, impacts your brain like you don't want to do it again because it's gonna hurt exactly so she was just telling me like lots of lubricant and um breathe which like breathing exercises it's it's almost like the same thing as like when you were giving birth like completely relax your body relax your butt into the bed um and i'm not about to talk to y'all about how it's going but i'll just tell y'all that (laughs) Those are the things that you need to know. Um, or you can just have a little drinky drink. 
Wait, why did I say so? Do I need to get drunk, sis? And she was like, you know what? <laughs> she started cracking up. She was like, I'm not gonna tell you to get drunk, but if you want to have a drink, you know. So yeah, so I can yeah, have a few shots. But either way, you're still gonna need lubricant because your body still is not producing the the wetness that it would. Like when you when they get in, it will. Eh, it's whatever. Like talk to, <laughs> talk to your talk, talk to your doctor. But um, <laughs> you might need a little help with the start. You know, that's the best thing I could. <laughs> that's the best thing I could say. I hope my mom's not listening. <laughs> she definitely is and she's cracking up right now <laughs> um but yeah so ladies from my side if you know the body is incredible and I am grateful for my body and I'm grateful for what it's been able to do um but also it's okay if you're not healing just the way that you feel like everyone else is um, because there are likely a lot of women who can relate to your healing pattern journey that just are not talking about it. Um, so like many things that we've gone through with this pregnancy journey is like, or this motherhood journey, you're not alone. Like somebody else has gone through it. Um, even when you feel like you're by yourself, trust me, trust Call your doctor. She'll tell you. Call one of your friends. Send a DM. Like, I randomly be having so many conversations with so many women now who are like, girl, yes. Like, I wish someone would say that, which is why I felt I had to share this because I dead ass felt so alone. I felt like I was broken. I was reading all this shit. I was trying to talk to Zach about it, who was super supportive, but it's still just like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, how are we going to have more kids if I, <laughs> you can't, you know? Um, Penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're normal girl. Um, yeah. Motherhood. Um, <laughs> every day is literally different. I can't say that every single day has been the same. Like we, I mean, we do like routine, routine shit as in like we wake up at around the same time. We feed her around the same time, but like literally every day has been a different journey. Yeah. Yeah. But it's what you make it. It's how you approach it. So congratulations to so many new moms coming like this year is continuing to be the baby boom the, these past like COVID babies. Yep. Um, I'm glad that everybody's staying real cozy <laughs> inside. Slip and slide. Yeah. Slip and slide. Um, but yeah. Anything else before we wrap up tonight? Today? Um. Nah, I mean, I got to go feed my kid now. My kid is still sleeping from his shots. So I'm probably going to go watch Married at First Sight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I need to catch up on my, TV, on my ratchet TV. 
Um, I'm behind on Housewives. I'm behind on Married at First Sight, and I need to catch up on Salt Lake City. That's one thing I've I think I've accomplished: staying on top what? of my damn shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up to date with everything. <laughs> so. I'll watch Married at First Sight and then report to the group chat about how ridiculous. Um, what the Paige, hell is this? Paige and fucking, what's his name? Chris? Is that his name? Is that his name? The guy who thinks he's so rich and the king of the world? <laughs> this, this guy is ridiculous. Um, but that's the topic for now. Well, actually, maybe we'll just talk about our shows and dick because, like, I cannot believe that man. It's having a baby. So technically, you need, to, <laughs> well, you need to catch up and then report back. I, I will. Home, home girl is crazy. I think she's crazier than him. I told you that from day one when she said that she was staying with a man that she knew for two days who was having a new kid. Like, what type of logic? Is, God told her to do it. I was just about to say, if she blamed God <laughs> for another stupid-ass decision, I... Girl. Wait till you watch the most recent one and then you report back. All right, guys. Well, that's what I'll be doing for the rest of the evening, catching up on Meredith per se. <laughs> um, and yeah, peace out. Bye, y'all.